You may have already seen this video by Cody about the Peacekeeper app, but if not, I thought it worth sharing. The internet allows us to connect irregardless of geographical distance. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And it's so good to be on. It's a warm summer night, and it's sexified, and I'm, I've had some wine already. <laughs> We're drinking already. Oh, Jason is from Cleveland, or Cleveland. Thank you. Spell check. So if you're listening to this show, first and foremost, thank you. You're probably listening one of three ways. The first is through my website, markscalia.com, and that's how you can find out what I'm up to and follow me through Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, listen to this show. The second way you can listen is if you want to be interactive, if you want to be part of the, the chat, you can click the box you're listening to on my website, and it will send you over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, and then you can sign in using Facebook and be part of the chat. The third way you can listen is if you can't listen live, because we always broadcast live, you can download the podcast version. After the show is done, it's slightly edited for time and then uploaded to iTunes so that you can listen to it whenever you choose. Do I seem, what's this, business trip, but Mark's helped me from being homesick. Oh, thank you. So as always, as the way I always start this show is with the, is because I like to bring you up to speed about what's been going on in our time apart, our week apart, with the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the when? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Is it wrong to drink wine through a straw? I <laughs> Not that I have one, but I just thought, I'm going to end up spilling this on myself. I should just have a straw. Anyway, let me tell you what's been going on. A lot been going on, actually. Last night, and I posted this on Twitter, I <laughs> I did stand-up at an eight-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. And I was like, I booked it, and it was through one, you know, through a, one of the websites, like a bunch of these websites that if people are looking for entertainers, they can find me and then they post it and then you can respond. So what I did is they were like, I was looking for a comedian for a birthday party. <laughs> and I was like, I've done birthday parties before. And then they got specific. This is for my daughter. Okay, that's all right. I've done that before. She is a real funny girl or something like that. I should read you the actual ad. Actually, let me do that. Let me read you the actual ad so you'll know what I responded to. <laughs> Let's see, here it is. A set amount of money for a birthday party. Then it says, child, 
with 50 plus guests in New Hampshire, July 22nd. Services to be provided. <laughs> I responded to the. This is how I responded. Good afternoon. Thanks so much for considering me for your event. I have done many birthday parties from ages 18 to 80, which is true. They've had children in the audience while me performing. And it's always been a tricky thing with children in the adult shows, but I've had a lot of success with them. I also have performed children's shows for a company in Massachusetts and know how to adapt to keep their attention. I'd love to be involved with this, even some improv comedy with the kids. I'm not sure how long you need the performance to go. But I'd be ready to do about 20 to 30 minutes. Let me know if it all sounds good. and Provide me with details so I can customize the performance. Blah, 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 blah. So what I did is she actually called me. <laughs> and I bid way too fucking low. Way too low. But the thing was, I've done it. And I was, I'm not going to lie to you. I was nervous driving up there going, I've been doing this fucking job for 26 years. I... I can't fucking believe I'm going to do this. What the fuck? What am I going to say to an eight-year-old kid? I can't say fuck. I can't say fuck. I can't say fuck. (laughs) But I went up there, and then they had a magician on in front of me. A magician who was fucking funny and good and magic. And I was like, oh, no. Then they went, well, we're going to take a break, and we're going to have some cake. (laughs) I was like, I can't follow cake. I can't follow magician and I can't follow cake. So they look at me and go, and I looked at the, I looked at the woman behind me. I go, look, just in, just in case, you know, if this doesn't work out, if I go a little short, feel free to renegotiate it. <laughs> and she was like, oh no, don't worry about it. So I went up there and because I do a lot of voices and impressions, I did a lot of that. And that was like 15 minutes. And I did some cartoon character voices and some celebrity impressions. And the kids were digging it. They were a really good audience. And then I did some improv games with them. I actually led the games. I participated in the games. I, you know, brought them up. And it was so much fucking fun. Like, I thought I was going to, like, burn in hell. And I said, my opening joke was, hey, it's great to be here. At least that's what my agent told me to tell you. Uh, And I said, I'm going to punch him in the face when I, (laughs) and all the kids laughed because I said punch in face. But I had a really good time. But it made me think, it made me think, at, at 26 years, what won't I do? <laughs> yeah, it's a hard question to answer. There's a lot of things going on. The world in general is kind of a little bit of a turmoil. I don't know if you heard Brexit, which is British exit. They left the EU and everybody's like, it's going to cause all kinds of damage. And it has. It, you know, the, the stock market plunged a little bit, dropped 600 points. 600 points, give me a fucking break. That's a lot of points, but shut the fuck up. It's not, it's not a thousand. It's not 5,000 it's, you know, everything will be fine, but everybody's bitching about it. Cause it's like, Oh, it's uh it's about immigration. It's like, well, people can run the way they want. And, and then of course, everybody on Facebook and here's the problem with Facebook. Everybody has got a fucking opinion. Everybody. And my thing is I got my opinion, but I joke about my opinion. I don't care if you believe it or not. I just, you know, I voice it. I have fun and that's it. But people like, it's insane. It's the same thing about the Orlando shooting or the <laughs> the, kid, the alligator who ate the kid. Sorry, it's not funny, but it's funny. Uh, the gorilla who got shot. You know, people have got an opinion about everything. And I, I'm, I'm, I said it to my wife and my wife is very, she's very upset with me when I say things like that. But I said, I am really happy that I'm only going to live maybe another 30, 40 years on this planet. I'm so happy about that because I can't deal with it. 
I can't deal with everybody having an opinion and then doing shit about it. And it's supposed to be funny. You know, just have some fucking fun for the love of baby Jesus or Allah or Vishnu or whatever or Zeus, <laughs> whatever you want to do. But I've been getting busier. I've been booking more stuff. And speaking of busy, July is going to be really busy. I'm, oh, I'm going to be so busy in July. I'm looking forward to it. It's all like resorts. It's campgrounds. Uh, it's, it's you know, traveling. It's going to be so fun. Uh, I'm just really looking forward to it because the past couple months have been enjoyable. But I, I'm really looking forward to being a comic every single day for like three weeks at a time. And, you know, I'm going to try to do the show from remote, as I always do. But it's going to be fun because busy equals work equals money let's do that let's have some fun speaking of fun since i've got a ton of listeners on tonight i'm gonna play a game with you that we haven't played in a while it's a tricky game but i know you're gonna like it we're gonna play the new and improved video game game that's I love that intro. <laughs> I love the new and improved video game game. The video game game is where I play you an audio clip of a video game, and you have to guess it. And it's a little tricky, and we're going old school today. Like, we're going really old school, and my brother's not on tonight, but he would be burying this fucking game tonight. I'll give you some hints right off the bat. We got a driving game, we got a fighting game, and we got another kind of a driving game, so... Let's see who knows how to play. Here's the first one. Wow, Jason got it already? Are you shitting me? Pole position? Wow, he's not even waiting for it. I got another I got another 30 seconds of this shit, dude. Pole position. Jason got it right. Correct. That's actually from Sega Sonic Genesis. There we go. You won't get this one. This is an old Atari game. <laughs> one of my favorite games ever. Nobody, nobody's going to get this. Are you shitting me? He got it right. Jason got it right with combat. Unbelievable. How did you get that? I thought these were tough for him for me. Well, you know something, Jason? See if you can pull off the hat trick with this other Atari old favorite. I don't know if you're going to get this one. This one's tricky. <laughs> this one's real tough. It sounds like static. <laughs> Yeah, they're all short circuiting. Cause it was like like it was like four bit graphics or two bit graphics. Or one bit graphics. I'll give you a hint. This is a this is a major car company and me backwards. It's very cryptic. It's a riddle. It's a major car company and me backwards. <laughs> Chevy Cram. No. <laughs> Chevy Cram. Anyone? Come on, Jason. You can, can you do the third one? That was tricky. Because I got to get to my guest. Oh, you have no idea? How about this? 
No, no one's going to get that one. That was Dodgem. Get it? Major, car company, and me backwards. Dodgem. <laughs> anyway, well, that's not bad. Well, Jason, you got two of them. You got two of the hardest ones, dude. Well, congratulations. And we're going to take our first break and we come back. We have a really funny comic. I've actually been working with this guy the past um, past few months. Saw him at a couple open mic shows. And he's just really funny. Got a lot of energy and he's, he's, he's dead sexy. He's dead sexy as well. His name is Bonderson. Kenny Bonderson. That's right. Kenny Bonderson will be joining us after the break. Hey, guys, listen to this upcoming bit of history for our special Fourth of July upcoming weekend. You are listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Welcome to another installment of Radio Irregardless's History. Most American colonists were still loyal to King George up until the 1770s. But when England subjected her subjects to increased control over colonial affairs, it started a revolution. Say you want a revolution, well, you know, we all want to change the world. A five-man committee was appointed to draft the Declaration of Independence. This outlined the colony's desire for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Are you happy now, Clark? She's deaf. Oh, what's the difference? It was fun anyway. Let's have a drink. What do you say? The first July 4th celebration happened on July 8th, when the document was publicly read in Philadelphia. Uh, Frank, I have something here that I need to read to you from Barbara. Hmm? Frank, if your fat monkey heart is still beating, hmm. uh, then congratulations. I want you to know that I hereby leave all of your money to Bruce Mathis, the real father of my children. What? The crowd reacted with gunfire, bonfires, and fireworks. This custom was borrowed from England, of all places, which is how subjects rang in their king's birthday. Only in the colonies, they were celebrating the king's symbolic funeral. In time, you will see that this is the best thing. In time, you'll drop dead, and I'll come to your funeral in a red dress. During the Revolutionary War, troops celebrated the Declaration's anniversary with double portions of rum. But why is the rum gone? Since then, the holiday has been celebrated in good times and in bad, in war and in peace. American communities rally together, all because of that small act of bureaucracy in 1776 that started a free nation. Are you sure that the Continental Congress was really like this? Uh, well, actually, yes. The history books tell us it was a lot like this. But where will it all end? Well, in their case, it ended with the Declaration of Independence and the founding of the United States of America. And in our case? What else? Song cue! Get that guy! There is a brotherhood of men A benevolent brotherhood of men all human hearts and minds into one brotherhood of men. Oh, with the saints, the marching in. Oh, I want to be in the number when the saints go marching in. Marching in. Oh, I'm tired, 
This has been Radio Irregardless's History. Hi, this is Josh Rosenberg, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless, and I thought I hosted a shit show. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and joining me via Skype is the very funny aforementioned Kenny Bondison. How are you, Kenny? I'm good, man. I'm good. The audience totally loves you. Let me quiet them down. There we go. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Oh, my God. Thanks for being on. You uh, we, you did such a good job on Sunday night at Oscar's Pinata. Is Thank it Oscar's so Pinata? I still never know. Uh, I think it's Oscar's Pinata. Yeah, I it's, think that's. Yeah, it's it's a Pinata that's owned by Oscar, not a bunch <laughs> of Oscars that, own a, that have a Pinata. Yeah, I mean, it's so fucking. It, you would think it would be easy. But, you know, everybody just calls it pinatas, which is actually easier. But you were hosting, and you've been hosting, like, the past few uh, few times there. Yeah, this is, uh, I just started picking up that gig, and uh, it's been going pretty good. I love it. It's a, it's I've a, never It's a fun night, man. That. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, fun definitely. night. Absolutely. This is actually my first time on the, on the live internet waves here. The, <laughs> don't worry about it. I fuck it up constantly. <laughs> so no matter where you go, so I just put your stuff in the chat. You can free stalk him on Twitter. He's at Kenny Bondison One on Twitter. On Facebook, he's Kenneth Dot Bondison. His formal name. You can also follow him on Instagram. He's <laughs> let me see if I can say this right. He's a like by Ken. Yep. <laughs> Is it a l i k e b y k e n and then oh, what is it? Oh, oh, yeah, that's it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. I thought it was biking. <laughs> yeah, it's biking. No, it's uh, it's a like by Ken, all one word. Uh, I don't a- even know my own Instagram. Yes, and then he's on Snapchat. He's on Shark Bondo one two three. <laughs> one two three. That is me. So tell me now, before we even move on from the this, why Instagram a like by Ken? Uh, because I like a lot of stuff and uh. People know that it's by Ken. I like by Ken. Okay, so it's so it's 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 oh I like oh I get it I like yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's what you would normally like so it would be a like. Yep. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay, that now makes sense. Shark Bondo, no fucking sense at all. <laughs> tell, tell me why Shark Bondo. Okay, so um, I had a past nickname that was Shark, and then another past nickname that was Bondo. Oh for, yeah, for one, two, three. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Why? How'd you get the nickname Shark? Um, because I used to always uh mock the movie Finding Nemo, like Bruce from Finding Nemo. Hello, Bruce. Hello, oh, Bruce. Hey, <laughs> Maloney never even knew his father. <laughs> <laughs> well, I trust the shark, right? Hello. <laughs> What's the credo? Fish your friends, not food. <laughs> That is a great movie. It I was. don't care how old I am. I'm always going to love that movie. I'm telling you, like Disney, Pixar just decided to make everybody totally fucking cry in the first 30 seconds of all their movies. Yes. <laughs> did you see Up? Like, uh, yes, I did, actually. That movie is amazing. Oh, my God. I want to fucking kill myself. Kill. I mean, I'm not even joking. Like, I wanted to actually suicide 
after watching like 10 minutes of Up. It was very depressing in the beginning, but it was. I'm like, oh, why would, why would you want to go on? (laughs) (laughs) So that's funny. So that's how you can follow him. Now, uh, Kenny, tell us a little about yourself. How long you been at the comedy thing, man? Uh, I've been going for a little over a year. Oh, I'm sorry. My wife interrupted us. She goes, "Do the bird sound." You know the bird from from Up, Kevin. Got <laughs> It's Mr. Mr. Fredrickson. Mr. Fredrickson. Shut up. I don't care about you. Got <laughs> Anyway. So you've been doing comedy a year. Yep. Oh my God. Good for you. you fucking kid. And how old are you, man? I am twenty four years old. Oh, so fucking young. God bless you, man. Kill it. Kill it while you can. I'm going for it. And one of the rooms do you work in Boston? Because I've only I, I've actually only met you through Oscars. Um, I hit Improv Boston. Um, there's an open mic at uh, the Middle East yeah. over there. And then uh, Sally O'Brien's. And uh, that's about it over there. Oh, you work? are you working weekends? I know you have a Thursday night club you, you do because I'm supposed to do that in a few weeks. Yeah, I do uh, a room in Pelham, New Hampshire. Pelham, like yeah, Pelham. it's uh, where is it? Let's see. I'm gonna be there. It's at a cigar lounge. Is it? Oh, to Carla Rose. Do I get? Do I get a free cigar when I when I go there? Of course. Oh, then that's fucking. I'm doing it. I mean, I don't know if you know Jay Grove. Jay Grove runs Radloffs up in um, uh, Rochester, New Hampshire. And we oh, do that. that we do that on a Sunday night, and like he has usually a headliner comic go up there and do like thirty five minutes, and they go, "Can I get you a drink?" I was like, "Yeah, I'd love a drink." And they go, "You want a cigar?" I go, "I'd fucking love a cigar." <laughs> and you sit down, you have a drink and a cigar, and you smoke inside. And I'm like, you feel like you're doing something wrong, and nobody's watching you, and nobody says boo to you, and it's like the, the balls. It's like fucking awesome. That's the life right there. It is. And how long have you been running that room? For about a month now. Good for you, man. Is it working out for you? Yeah, it's been going great. I mean, uh, our first couple shows were like a packed house. And these past couple shows, it's uh, still been going pretty good, but not as full as the first couple shows. <laughs> not a real. You make me not want to come up there now, can't I? Mean, she's <laughs> supposed to bullshit the whole thing and go, we're fucking killing it every week, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I show up, you go, I don't understand. It was packed last week. I, that's the conversation I get constantly. <laughs> Three people in the audience. Yeah. I don't I don't get it, man. This place was packed last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, recently promoting it a lot, like especially for the show this week, which is going to be tomorrow. And uh, I can't wait to see what, what the, the flyers and stuff that I put out brings in. Oh, you got a show tomorrow night? Yep. Tomorrow night. Oh, you know something? Well, I don't know if it's... Pa- I, I know I'm there next week, but I may... I may Stop zip, by, I yeah. May, I may zip up. I may zip up. Yeah. yeah. Come on by. See, a lot of guys... Like, you don't... Like, a lot of guys know me, and a lot of guys don't know me, and because I go to the open mic circles, people think I'm, like, one of those, but, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like a working comic, and then I show up, and people go, I thought you were just an open mic goof-off. I was like, yeah, I'm just a fuck-up, so... <laughs> but, yeah, who you got up there tomorrow night? Um, Luke Tuma is going to be headlining, um, RDP, uh, CJ Brown and Matt Landry. I'm sorry to say, I don't know any of those guys. Are they newer? 
Um, Matt Landry is a good friend of mine. He's been doing it just as long as me. And then uh, the other two comics are from the Boston area. Yeah, I, uh, I feel so bad. I don't know anybody anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Tuma does the uh, Limelight Studios in Boston. No, no. I wish I knew some people. I really do. There's, <laughs> no, I see everybody advertising on Facebook going, oh, this. And the funny thing is, like, people getting written up in the Globe and the Herald are like, oh, the new king, the new queen of Boston comedy. I'm like, who the fuck have heard of these people? I've never heard of anybody. <laughs> and I'm like, I've been in Boston 26 years. Like, Lenny Clark is still in Boston. Why is Lenny Clark not like the king? Like, it, it's so weird. There's all these different levels. Like that's why I try to go to the open mic nights to find out where the vibe is on the new thing. Not that I'm gonna fit in that vibe, but a lot of the newer guys don't go to weekend shows, so they don't know who the headliners are in Boston. If I said Artie Januario, would you know that name? No clue. Yeah, <laughs> Christine Hurley. Uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, Jody Sloan, Rob Steen, Jay oh, Grove. Rob Steen. I mean, it's either a book or a, maybe you've heard about these people, but. It's so fucking weird. There's such a huge gap in who knows who. And we're all in the same business. But, like, nobody looks over their shoulder anymore. They just look straight ahead. And you got to look around you because somebody's driving up behind you pretty fucking fast these days. So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, uh, I've i been going to Laugh Boston a lot. They let yeah. uh, comedians in for free. So I've been hanging out watching those guys and, you know, learning from them and – uh yeah, yeah. This it is. Do you go on the Wednesday nights to the Tony V show? Uh, no, I haven't been to that one yet. I'd mm. like to check that one out though. Tony V's a good guy to know. He's a sweetheart, and he's super, super funny. Yeah, I, I heard great things about him. He does a lot of good stuff. Oh, speaking of that, you work in the circuit and stuff like that. You doing any festivals? Have you ever? Uh, have you ever submitted to any festivals? I know the Boston Comedy Festival is coming up. The, uh, the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival is actually in January that I produce. There's comedy festivals all over the country. So have you done any festival work yet? Or are you still kind of getting your uh, legs steady in Boston? No, not yet. I'm, I'm still kind of working on getting my legs steady in Boston. I've been working on producing like a solid 10-minute video to you know present to the comedy festivals and all that. So. Hold on a second. My brother said, hey, I work in a restaurant. Doesn't mean I know the guy flipping burgers at McDonald's. It's a little different. It's a, it's a little different. Like It's like being in the same city knowing people. Like the Boston area is the Boston area. I don't expect everybody. I don't expect everybody in Boston to know everybody who works in New Hampshire or Western Mass or Rhode Island. I don't expect that. But 20 years ago, I did. So now there's way too many people. And there's like these little pockets of stuff like that. So that's what I'm talking about, Chris. You know, fucking guy flipping burgers at McDonald's. Don't shit at McDonald's. I fucking love McDonald's. And the Boston comedy scene is like, it's big, but it's really not that big at the same time. No, it isn't. It isn't. Well, what it is, is there's so many different tiers at this level. Like there's the Boston headliners, which are the Steve Sweeney's, Lenny Clark, Mike Donovan, Kenny Rogerson. Um, Patty Ross, like the heavy hitters. Then there's the second tier people that some people have heard of, like and there's about there's more people in that group than in the first group. And then there's like the middlers in Boston, and then there's like everybody else. And a lot of times, people who are everybody else don't know the tiers above them. And you know that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. And and this is what I tell all younger comics, and even myself. I go find out everybody who's working. 
and then figure out what they're doing. Oh, my brother. What? No, but I'm saying the same thing. Different <laughs> tiers. I work at a sit-down place, not a McDonald's. Again, don't shit on McDonald's. I love the chicken fucking sandwiches. Oh. Normally, I would, ne- I would never say warm mayonnaise, but I love warm chicken sandwich mayonnaise. <laughs> That's the good stuff right there. It is. And their breakfast burritos. Amazing. <sighs> I fucking love them burritos. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna run downstairs and get something to eat and we're gonna take a second break. That's what we're gonna do. What? What is he saying? No, I'm agreeing. He is agreeing. I believe him. All right, that's my brother. <laughs> so Kenny, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk to you a little bit more, but we're gonna take our second break. And during our second break, we're gonna get a little comedy sampling of you. I think this is um your day job. <laughs> Speaking of working at things, we're going to talk about your little day job and your hijinks at the day job. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and we'll be right back, everybody. At a wedding toast, he confessed to giving the bride chlamydia. People know him as that guy. He'll ask about your children at a urinal. He once approached an undercover officer for drugs in front of a police station. He is the most inappropriate man in the world. I don't often drink beer, but when I do, it's at an AA meeting. Stay thirsty, my friends. This is Jody Sloan, and I am listening to Radio Irregardless. And uh, honestly, the games were really stressful for me. You know what? I don't even know if I recommend this show. If you have any kind of anxiety disorder, um, don't. Don't even bother. I didn't last too long at Market Basket. Uh, I was just that guy that just goofed around all the time, always getting in trouble. I actually ended up getting fired because I went on the intercom and I made an elephant noise. People would think I'm kidding, but it's market basket, come on. More for your dollar, you know? And the thing is, like like I said, I was just that guy, so like right after I did it, they were just immediately like Kenny Bonison to the office. Kenny Bonison office. And I get up there, right? My manager's sitting in his stupid little chair there, and he's like, Kenny, uh, you can either own up to this, or we can watch the surveillance video. And now what I meant to say was, all right, it was me, you know, uh, I'm sorry. I'd like to keep my job if I could. Uh, but instead I said, no, wasn't me. <laughs> so I had to sit there and awkwardly watch the surveillance video of me grabbing the intercom and just going, <laughs> hand motion and all, like, whoa, whoa. He looks back at me, I'm still looking, I'm like, that's so weird, that guy looks just like me. You should probably dig deeper into that, because it wasn't me. Um... And you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. <laughs> and that was a little sampling of Kenny Bondison's hijinks at the market basket. Dude, did that happen? Yeah, oh yeah, that happened. They didn't fire you, did they? Well, uh, that was my third time getting written up. So Your third yeah, time? What, what, <laughs> yeah. what did you do the two other times to get written up? Um, Just 
kind of quote unquote being rude to uh, customers. But the real story behind that. <laughs> hold, was... hold on, hold on, don't jump yet. What do you mean, quote unquote, being rude to me to customers? Yeah, I wasn't is... intentionally being rude. I was just laughing at um, <laughs> at this Indian guy who had a really heavy accent, and he was looking for like cheese and he just pronounced it so funny so i just started i couldn't hold my composure i just started dying <laughs> laughing and he complained what kind of cheese what kind of cheese did he want asiago <laughs> <laughs> so you can only imagine couldn't hold it together couldn't oh, hold it together. what was the first one uh just being late all the time just <laughs> rolling out of bed and just Arriving at work. Now the elephant noise makes complete fucking sense. <laughs> it makes complete sense. You guys, oh, yeah. I was late a bunch of times. See, I've never had a job they write you up. Like, I, I used to be a, a land surveyor, and I've had equipment, like the actual transit that we used, fall down and cost like $3,000 to get fixed. And oh, and they didn't, they didn't say anything. They didn't say boo to me. My brother said, I left... MB2, a marker basket after me and Tony raced mini forklifts when we were 17. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like fun. Well, what do you mean I left? I think they asked you to go. I mean, apparently, marker basket is pretty strict. They're writing you up and shit like that. That's fucking psychotic. Definitely not for me. (laughs) That's that's weirdo. I just, well, you know something? I got an easier game we can play. We're going to play Bondison, Kenny Bondison. Who are you? Bond. James Bond. My name's Bond. James Bond. My name is Bondison, Kenny (laughs) Bondison. (laughs) Well, that's the name of the game we're going to play. As you know, I mean, it's kind of cool. You got a cool last name, Bondison. And, of course, the James Bond thing. And, you know, that's why it's the sexy show. Kenny Bondison. That's sexy. You're Bondy. You're Bondy guy. Yay, bondage. Yeah, like, no, it's not bondage. Like open sexy thing. <laughs> it's not bondage. It's, <laughs> it's Bondison. Are you good with the ladies, Kenny? Yeah, I'd like to say so. Good. That's good. Well, here we're going to test your pickup lines by using lines that either James Bond would say or some mutant in a bar. So there you go. If I were to say to you, I put the STD in stud. All I need is you. <laughs> or if I said, are you the CIA? Because I don't think the president gave you permission to torture me with those good looks. Which one would James Bond? The second one. The second one. See, that's how we play. Let's get some correcting music. Yeah. Oh. That's, that would be wrong. And that would be right. Because <laughs> it's Kenny bondage son all right so we're gonna go with that apparently all right so kenny now you and i are speaking via skype so we're speaking almost instantaneously the listeners are listening through the internet so they may be experiencing a internet delay so that's your advantage that you're quicker the disadvantage there's more of them than of you oh boy okay let's say yay internet airways okay so here we go let's start it off Who said the phrase, which phrase did James Bond say? As a matter of fact, there is. There's something I'd like to get off your chest. Or, that's a nice shirt. Can I talk you out of it? Which did James Bond say? The first one. 
correct. correct. It is correct. All yes, right. there you go. Let's say, oh, Jason said the first one. Jason must be listening on like a fucking T1 line because he's like super fast today. <laughs> Jason also got it right, but unfortunately, <laughs> you got it right first. All right, nice. let's see. The second one. My face is leaving in five minutes. You should be on it. Or, well, as long as the collars match the cuffs. Um, That's the tricky. first one will be me, and the second one is James Bond. The second one. Jason almost beat you on that one. <laughs> there you go. You got it correct. Uh, right. <laughs> actually, you know that phrase, if the carpets match the drapes? That's where yeah. it, that's where it comes from. It comes from James Bond. He says, "I don't notice if a woman is blonde or brunette as long as the collars and the cuffs match." Is the actual phrase. So how fucking weird is that? That's from James Bond. No way. That's yeah. awesome. I like that dress. It would go great with my bedroom floor. Come on, you whores! Don't put it like that. <laughs> now we get the audience just doing lines. All right. How about this one? You won't regret this in the morning if we sleep until noon, or. I always enjoy learning a new tongue. <laughs> That's a tricky um, one. The second one. You think it's I've always enjoyed learning a new tongue? That's definitely wrong. But That is correct. Jason got oh. it wrong. Jason, you get this. Yeah. Oh, you get nothing. So that's, yeah, that's what Jason said because he was talking to a school teacher. He goes, she goes, do you speak Jagman languages? And he goes, I always enjoyed learning a new tongue. All right. Which phrase did James Bond say? Now put your clothes back on and I'll buy you an ice cream. <laughs> or do you sleep on your stomach? No. Can I? <laughs> uh, the first one. The first one. Now put in your clothes. My brother, Jason, said the second one. <laughs> Sleep in your stomach. He said the first one. You get it right. You get it. Yes. It is the first one. Now put your clothes back on and I'll buy you an ice cream. How fucking demeaning is that? <laughs> now put your clothes back on. I'll buy you an ice cream. It's probably Sean Connery who said it. <laughs> all right. You're doing all right. Here we go. In the last one. Who said the next phrase? Which phrase did James Bond say? Just testing an old adage. Unlucky at cards. Or the CIA is trying to steal my penis. I need to find a place for it to hide. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I would say the first one. The, Jason tied with you on that. It is the first one. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> How about this? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the wrong whip. <laughs> that's the wrong whip. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tabulate the scores, and they were close, but I'm going to tabulate the scores. We're going to take our third and final break. And we come back. What is it? What did Jason say? To speed things up, I was always answering before you said the second phrase. <laughs> That's funny. La Quinta has a good T1. It really does. Good connection. But we're going to take our third and final break. And when we come back, we're going to ask Kenny the three questions I ask of all my guests. Tell us about your first time, your best time, and your worst time. You're listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back.
love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. A friend, a good friend of mine recently had a premature baby. Uh, made me realize premature babies are a pretty common thing, right? But made me think, use my noggin, what do you say when someone asks how old your baby is? Like, oh, Kenny, that's a really cute baby. How old is he? Uh, this is Jamal, and he's negative two weeks old. It's Jamal. <laughs> Uh, well, we're gonna call him Jamal, but since he came out early, we just call him Jamal Mose, you know? He's... <laughs> Almost born on time. Almost there. Just think about it. This kid hasn't made, though. Like, everything, everything he does in life is just two weeks ahead of time, and he can totally use that to his advantage. Like, Jamal, your project was due yesterday, and you're bringing it in. Well, technically, I'm a premature baby, so technically it's two weeks ahead of time, so... Um, And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And I almost didn't adjust the fucking sound quick enough. I was like, I was listening to the clip and I was like, man, that's really funny. I was like, oh shit, I got to adjust the volumes. <laughs> and still on the Skype line is Kenny Bondison. And Kenny, I tabulated all the scores. And there were a couple that were close. But after careful consideration, I've added them all up. And you win! You win! Perfect! That was magnificent. There's, let's see. Let's see. Quick hide the penis in that box. My Now everybody's writing all these lines. <laughs> I should never read the fucking tweets. So, Kenny... A yes. couple things before I let you go. First, I want you, if you could, tell me and my lovely listeners about your first time, your best time, and your worst time on stage. And please do it in that order. Okay. So my first time was actually at Sally O'Brien's in Somerville. And uh, there's an open mic there. And um, I actually was taking a comedy class at the time. And the first class was held on a Sunday. And Sally O'Brien's is on a Monday. So that Monday, I went and I just did god awful. Like I actually, <laughs> I recorded it and I still have the recording, which I'm very happy to have. And at the same time, I hate myself for having it. <laughs> but um, yeah, you're supposed to do three minutes over there, and I could only do thirty seconds just no. because I was just so nervous <laughs> and wasn't even paying attention to anyone, just looking down at the floor pacing back and forth and then finally i was like all right i can't do this and then i said this is my first time by the way and i got a huge round of applause for that and <laughs> oh, kind of made me feel good it's so sad it's like a puppy <laughs> like a little puppy yeah. <laughs> oh my god that 30, killed me 30 killed now wait a minute you were taking a class and and before you even finished the class you went on stage yeah after the first session I went on stage the night after. Who, what classes were you taking? Who, where, who was teaching those? 
Uh, Dana J. Bine at Improv Boston. I don't. Uh, I don't know him at all. I, I don't know. How, I don't have these people. <laughs> so it's so you learned. Oh, I should probably wait until I finish this class. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. After that, I just kind of sat and watched at open mics. And yeah. Kind of gathered my sorrows from the first time I went on. <laughs> so what's your best time? So let's move away from that. The, the first time was kind of rough on you, but it was your first time. So tell us about your best time so far. My best time had to have been at the Hilltop in Derry, New Hampshire. Oh, I love that room. Elena's room. Yes, yes. Fun room. And it was a Thursday night crowd, and it was just an amazing crowd. And... um I kind of paced before I went on, which is what I do now to kind of get in the zone of myself. And then Alana told me to just have fun. And I went up there and I just had so much fun and with a great audience and great reaction. It just, it felt so good. I always look back to that. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you've told us about your first time, kind of rough. And your best yes. time, which is amazing, lift you up. Now tell us about your worst time. And it see if it's worse than the first time. Okay. Yes, this is a lot worse than the first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did an open mic in Lowell, Mass., which is – I live in Chelmsford, so that's real close. Yeah. But it was an open mic open to music, comedy, poetry, and all that good stuff. Gotcha. And I was the only comedian there, of course, and smack dab in the middle. And I'm still kind of new at this point and didn't know how to handle any situation. And I was already bombing. And as I was reciting my material, there was a guy in the back of the room yelling, go away. <laughs> go away. <laughs> just after every joke. And it just, I didn't know what to do. So I just kind of like mocked him, but. After my, yeah, he's like, get out of here, (laughs) get out of here. (laughs) Oh my god! And then I ran to the back of the room to see who that this jerk was, and it was just like this old ass man, like drinking a glass of scotch. And I asked like four people because I thought people were messing with me because it was really them, but they all pointed to this guy, so it was definitely him. And I was just like, oh, whatever. I was so amped up, and then. Seeing an innocent old man yelling, go away. Like, he's probably just miserable with his life. <laughs> Wait a minute. How, how old was he, Mr. 24? How old was he? He yeah. had to have been 80. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Like Fredrickson. Okay. <laughs> like Mr. He was an old Mr. Man. Fredrickson old. <laughs> yeah. And the worst part about this is um, I graduated like five years before that. And I had a little group of friends that I haven't seen since I graduated high school. No. And they were all there that night. No. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the last time they saw me before. Oh, no. Those assholes. That's, that's fucking <laughs> rough, man. That is fucking rough. It's really awkward. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's yeah, fucking Great fun. job, Kenny. Uh, <laughs> oh, fucking rough. What did my brother just say? 24 is younger than the scotch he was drinking, probably. <laughs> uh, I was, hate that guy, though. What an asshole. Uh, yeah, you know, some people are just fucking douchey. Some people are just douchey. people's dreams. 
Yeah, you know something. Kenny's getting better and better and better and better. And you know, you got to follow him because you got to follow him on Twitter. He's at Kenny Bondeson, B O N D E S O N one. He's on Facebook at Kenneth dot Bondeson. He's on Instagram at uh like or a like by Ken, all one word. And he's on Snapchat. He's at Shock Shark Bondo one two three. Now I got to ask you, what's the Snapchat is the thing that goes away like instantly, and Instagram is you stays up there until you take it down, right? Yes. Okay. Why the difference? Why the two? I just <coughs> excuse me. Wait, are I you just, smoking weed? Are you smoking weed, Kenny? <laughs> um, I will be after the show. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's sound like you're smoking weed now. You're coughing pretty heavy, Kevin. <laughs> you're coughing. I mean, I've been drinking. I'll be honest with you. At least I I admit my vice. You pussy. <laughs> I wish I, I really should be right now talking yes. about my worst set there. Oh my god, people I've had uh, I've had a couple comics on. I go I go, "Hey, we we've actually we did a show on uh, on April 20th, which was 4:20." Yeah. And I've had guys and I've had guys smoking on the show. Like my brother was on, actually Jason, uh he was one of our listeners. Uh he participated and uh Matt Barry, who's a who's a big stoner. Uh he loves the he he loves the weed, as we put it. <laughs> my brother said, I'm too old. What is Tweetster? Or is that face chat? <laughs> oh, my God. He's younger than I am. But I, I really like Snapchat because I just I post a lot of stupid videos and, and <laughs> random pictures. And I tend to use that a lot more. Yeah. So, so you don't want you want them to go away? Well, if you post a story, it's on there for... 24 hours but if you personally send a picture to someone it's there for 10 seconds I, but i don't i don't understand, i don't understand the point at all um, i mean i really i really don't understand the point at all i mean maybe i'm just I, it's not my demographic i don't know at first i didn't really understand it but then i kind of started to understand it saying it by using it and <laughs> it's actually pretty fun it's a lot of fun I don't. But why would you want something to disappear? Don't you can you, screenshot it to keep it forever. Well, then what? <laughs> oh my god, maybe I've maybe I drank too much. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> you know something. We're gonna move. Speaking of things not lasting, <laughs> what do you what do you got coming up? Let's let's make something last. What do you got coming up? Any big shows you want to promote? Uh, the Singing Bowl. You got that coming up on Thursday nights, which is in Pelham, New Hampshire. So you guys should come up and check out the. Uh, it's a showcase night, right? Yes, it's uh, it's the Color Rose Cigar Bar, and that's tomorrow night. And then uh, following, it's going to be every Thursday. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say I said it's a Singing Bowl? Is that is that the right place? I don't know what the Singing Bowl is. Is that the hookah? Oh no, I'm talking about your. <laughs> I'm talking about your gig. Yeah, the color it's uh Color Rose Cigar Bar and Lounge. Okay, spell spell it out cuz I have no idea. C A R L O Oh, Carlo. Yep. Okay. Rose R O S E Cigar Bar and Lounge. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So for some reason I thought <laughs> I'm, I'm glad <laughs> I cleared this up because I would have been going Yeah, it's known as the Singing Bowl. It's in the same location. Is it? Yeah, that's what I just Googled it. It The singing bowl and the Carlo Rose Cigar Bar and Lounge are in the same place. 
So that might be the sh- little shop they have right next door. So it, it's the same owner, but um, yeah, okay, and it's the same place. So yeah, it's Ten Bridge Street in uh, in yep. Pelham, New Hampshire. Okay, so as long yep. as I got that right, so it makes sense that I would you know change that because <laughs> I'm not going to be performing at the Singing Bowl. So I'm, gl- <laughs> I'm glad I cl- I cleared that up because that's important. So yes. otherwise, I would have gone to the wrong place tomorrow. So. <laughs> <laughs> So what else you got besides the Carlo uh, the Carlo Rose cigar bar? Nothing at the moment. I'm working on getting booked a little more and just getting my act together. So um, more to come. I'll, I'll be posting it to Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram. So, <laughs> so all right. So I'm more of a Twitter guy. So I'm following you on Twitter now, which actually helps me. But for some people who have Instagram and all that stuff. Definitely follow Kenny and go up, visit one of his shows. I mean, he's really funny. And the samples that, you know, that we play tonight, he's uh, he's really funny. It is much more than what I played. And I always feel bad because I got to condense all the fucking comics acts just to play him for like, a you know, a minute, minute and a half clip. But Kenny, it's been great having you on the show, man. Fantastic. Yeah. I look forward to seeing you when I go back to Pinatas and maybe I'll see you tomorrow night. Awesome. That'd yeah. be fun. All right, Kenny, All right. man. Take care, man, and I'll uh, I'll see you in the playground. Sounds good. Thanks All for right. having me. Have a good night. You too. Bye bye. Kenny Bondison, everybody. <laughs> Kenny Bondison. Oh, fucking fucking. He knew the James Bond lines. He buried your ass as guest. He buried you. Anyway, let me tell you where I'm going to be this upcoming Fourth of July weekend. Tomorrow night, I may be up there. I may be at uh, Carlos Cigar Bar. But Friday night, I will be at the Cold Springs RV uh, campground. <laughs> it sounds non-glamorous, but I did it a few years ago, and it was hysterical. And that's up in where New Hampshire? Where? New Hampshire. And then Tuesday, July 5th, I'll be at Point Sebago. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I, I messed up. It's my dates. Yep, Karen's right. I said it was Friday. It's actually Saturday. Saturday, I will be at the Cold Springs. That's right. Let me change that in my show prep Saturday. There we go. Yes, Saturday, July 2nd, I will be uh, at the Cold Springs RV uh, campground in Weir, New Hampshire. And Tuesday, July 5th, I will be at Point Sebago for their campground at Casco, Maine. And I did that a few years ago, and it was so much fun. And unfortunately, the same day, Saturday the 2nd, I'll be at Cold Springs. That is my wife's birthday, and she's been very forgiving. And she knows I have to work, and she's been very forgiving. So we're going to celebrate her birthday. A special, a special happy birthday to my lovely bride, Karen Scalia. There you go. And uh, we're going to have some So that's the show, everybody. And as always, if you want to be a guest or a sponsor or leave a question or comment, call the hotline, 978-219-9294. You can email at radioirregardless at gmail.com. Next week, July 8th, Tommy Amano, very funny comedian. Hey, guys, happy 4th of July. Be safe. Blow something up. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2016. All rights reserved. 
Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Testing one, two, three.